So, hi Wolfgang, welcome back to Airhex FM. Welcome, Adam. So, thanks, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. yeah, behind you, there is no, uh, I told you, entire conference. So, it's Java platform and what else? Let's, let's see. Continue container native, container native application platform, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a container native application platform in Kubernetes. Ah, and cool. uh, on, on the other side, it's a whole Java platform with Java SE, OpenJDK, yeah. Java FX. Yeah. E, e. And you are wearing a Java 9 <laughs> Java 9 t-shirt so it's a pretty right, right. this is already late in the game my t-shirt is I think earlier this is with still from Sun Microsystems Java and you so I think it is yeah. it has to be before 2009 because 2009 I think Oracle bought uh, Sun right was it 2009 uh, this was in April 2009 perfect yeah. okay right. so let's see what happened in 2009 before that what I thought today we should cover all the features starting with JDK 1.0 And let's see how far we are going to uh, to to cover that. And uh, well, so JDK 1.0 started in uh, January twenty um, third, nineteen ninety six, and um, I was around that time already uh, tried to get JDK 1.0. What I remember, I got it somehow before JDK 1.0, so it was probably nineteen ninety five. I have no idea how I did it. And uh, what I of course did was applets. So, what's your timeline? You also started with JDK 1.0 a little bit later. With, uh, we started with JDK 1.0 as an mm -hmm. emerging technology. Yeah. And uh, coming from, from C yeah. uh, and C++, but more doing still C yeah. programming language in projects. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, was, it was about um, yeah, mid of, of uh, 95. Uh, there were something around that yeah. was a, a rumor on that. Yeah. And uh, at that time, I, I was working at Texas Instruments. And so... Uh, we we had interesting um, views on on Java, but called it at that time emerging technology. Okay, uh, and, and uh, so how how you got your Java? You remember that because uh, I think what I only knew back then was JavaSoft or or Sun, and somehow it was possible to get the early bits. How you got yours? You know that? Yeah, uh, it was <clears throat> it was at that time over the internet. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we had, we had this this channels and. Um, Yeah, but I, I, my channels, I were official channels. I didn't have any you know, secret ah, connections okay. with, uh, with okay. Sun or whatever. Yeah. I was able yeah. to download that as a preview. And I guess this was like a developer previews program or whatever. But I got it uh, legally over internet without any secret connection, without signing anything. So this was my, my thing. And um, yeah, I thought you, you knew that because I was curious because what I always remember, I started actually before, before JDK 1.0, but I had no idea how I, how I got it. Probably my university yeah. or something had it as well, so I had no idea. But um, anyway, so um, I did it with. Uh, I started, of course, with um, applets and hello world main method, and yes. uh, which confused me a lot because uh, everyone said you know Java is portable, runs on oper different operating systems, and for me it was yeah, it is uh, you know it runs everywhere, but I still have you know to do the Java thing. So what I like in C is I can just you know execute the binary, and I had always say Java and something. So okay, this is like a you know fake portability because I always need the Java. So this Java virtual machine concept, I didn't like it at the beginning. So it was for me, it's like you know a fake, a fake portability. You know, uh, what is your impression of Java? You got it immediately, or, or? no? Um, that, that was something we really uh, observed through the back door. Um, um, out of out of that Texas uh, Instruments uh, software part, mm -hmm. and uh, we we shared this with colleagues there and um i, I think uh, you need to, to be registered at that time mm -hmm. but we got one copy i, I don't know uh, who who's, who was first got it uh, mm -hmm. but we we did exactly the same mm -hmm. and the the big question was uh, hey 
what is it for yeah. tablets yeah. and this stuff? And and it was not it was not confusing, uh, confusing. It it was more attracting. There is something different than we did before. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah. the 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 breakthrough comes with the Mosaic browser at that time. Yeah. Uh, and and that goes along, and then you saw the applets uh, and yeah. Hello World. Yeah. And I, I was I was always um, asking myself uh, what was first. Yeah. We saw the we saw the applets, and then uh, we we did some calculations. Uh, what what we have from from Pascal from C these mm-hmm. these uh, normal programs around uh, Hello World. It was it was different yeah, um, to the Hello World some yeah. calculations, and, and we saw okay there there is just Something different as a new language, yeah. But um, what's up with the browser? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I remember is that the uh, we had a um, where it started first was HP UX um, workstations, and they were for that time uh, fast machines. But if the applet started, yeah, they did a lot of work. There was a gray a rectangle on the screen, and then I saw Duke with uh, I remember this exactly with uh, how it is called it, AR pressured hammer. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, uh, road work where the uh, workers having, you know, like spe- uh, specific tools to break up, you know, the, the tarmac. And um, this is what the Duke did on the screen, which was some, which was fancy. But for me, I I say, yeah, but what to do with him, you know? And I take, took a look at the code and this was like animations where the GIFs or I think GIFs were replaced uh, to tarmac animation. And what I also remember is, uh, I don't think I use, um, this I'm not sure anymore. Uh, the Mosaic or Netscape browsers, what I used at the beginning was Applet Viewer. Yeah. And I right. think the Applet Viewer shipped with JDK 1.0 already, I think, because this is what I started with the Applet Viewer, right? Yeah, and, and this was this was later on with, with JDK 1.1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this was just observation, the version 1.0 mm-hmm. from the JDK. And, and uh, then I, I joined Sun at that time uh, at uh, 90, uh, 97. And uh, there were JDK 1.1. Yeah. yeah. And and this was interesting. So we had some, some workstations mm-hmm. with uh, System 5 Release 4 and uh, the upcoming uh, Solaris um, operating system. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was uh, a full uh, stuffed uh, workstation uh, with Mosaic browser and all the, the, the tools you mentioned before and, and all all the, the set of um, yeah, mm-hmm. nice um, graphical uh, parts what we didn't saw before mm-hmm. at that time, um, we, we could remember Silicon Graphics and uh, the the SGI workstations. They did a lot of stuff in uh, simulations, and uh, it was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, PageMaker workstations were were used for uh, uh, to to edit uh, mm-hmm. layouts from from texts uh, behind uh, LaTeX, mm-hmm. and uh, this this was uh, the area where the workstations were in, and so we all. That, okay, what about Java? And that was good. We had we had the, the pre-impression of version one dot yeah, and with one dot zero, yeah, we had we had a lot of more stuff in inside uh, the AWT uh, event model for uh, the graphical user interface at, as baseline. At that time, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a, a major breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, beside some uh, different uh, internals of the the Java uh, programming languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, you can store something. You had communication, and and this was something what later on uh, what was used in application servers. So JDBC drivers, yeah, uh, uh, RMI for um, communication, and uh, yeah. this kind of stuff was a baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
to to work on uh, with with later on the application servers. Mm-hmm. They came in that time frame in uh, 1998. Yeah, uh, what and, I remember this what yeah what I remember back then is this was already funny funny conversations because. I think I spent already time in commercial projects because what I really remember is, and this was a little bit later, of course, because the adoption came later. I I, I guess it was around 1998 or 1999. And uh, uh, why I, what I remember is the following. The huge debates and discussions about JDBC. Because uh, what I heard back then is, you know, uh, it will never work because it's too much abstraction, the JDBC. And you should always use, you know, the Oracle driver directly because they always, you know, you had the discussion with developers, no, JDBC is no too far away. You needed a bare metal access to the to the Oracle drivers. So There's always Oracle, those leader back then, the database. So we mostly used uh, Oracle, I would say, uh, sometimes ODBC, you know, as a hack, you know, to yes. access the access. So this was a big deal. So a JDBC, ODBC bridge was huge back then. Then the yeah. JDBC Type 2 driver was native, and the thin driver came later as a best practice. Before then, mostly we used the ODBC bridge and the Type 2, which was native. And the uh, and uh, and this was funny because I got you know, the same discussion over and over again. You know, APIs are too far away, abstraction doesn't matter, specification doesn't matter. And this was the very first time I remembered having this discussion that you know you cannot just introduce API afterwards. You always have to use you know the the, the classes. And uh, JDBC was huge. RMI was also interesting. So my first project with RMI was actually for, I, th- I think it was a football club in Germany. I built a chat based on RMI and applets. <laughs> and it actually, uh, it worked. Uh, so, and, and the cool story is I did some marketing. So I, 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 I went to a, a, I don't know where I was, but I said, hey, look, we have a new, you know, uh, a new chat. And it just took over. I mean, so we have several hundred people in the shortest amount of time. And uh, um, it, it was, uh, of course, what I remember is the, you know, the user interface was really not that nice. It was AWT without any modification. Right. I'm a developer, right. so I had no, no graphics, not just it looked terrible. But um, I was already amazed about uh, remote method invocation back then. And uh, what I also had to do back then is, I don't know whether you, re- you remember this RMIC. There was a specific compiler which compiled, you know, the stubs and skeletons. So you had to write a an, an interface which extended from remote, I think, and had to throw, you know, remote exceptions. And with the RMIC, you get generated uh, generated uh, clients and, and servers. So why I'm mentioning this is because, you know, <laughs> now we have another best practice uh, frameworks, like, for instance, gRPC, which are almost identical, you know. Um, and, and everyone uh, uh, at the beginning, they, they say, okay, RMIC and Corba, they, I, they are... Um, <laughs> Uh, old-fashioned. This was the term, old-fashioned, you know. And uh, and now, you know, the most more modern from Google, uh, this gRPC or the other frameworks are using very similar approach, you know, technology approach, you know, to generate. And this is as painful as it was before or very similar as it was before and, and no one complains anymore. Uh, so this was what, this the interesting part. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, some technology seemed to be abandoned because they were old-fashioned, and the new technology are identical, rebranded, renamed, and uh, everyone seems to be happy. So um, I think what's, what's nice is, um, or what you should do as developer, no, not, not to forget you know, the, your history. So if you don't forget the history, yeah, probably <laughs> you won't make the same mistakes. And, and this is like, you know, we see every three years complete reset of the history and they try something new hot which is exactly the same as it was before this this was exactly the the direction i thought uh, and cause this was a basic set at jdk 1.1 a basic feature set mm-hmm. and uh, so so just you can you can reflect your classes and and building the the inner class uh, methods on on 
on that language, but uh, the the potential to grow uh, was to adapt to the databases, existing databases at that time. Uh, people were modeling uh, the entity relationship diagram for mm -hmm. their whole enterprises. Yeah? So with, without JDBC and and RMI, uh, we we didn't uh, made any progress at mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. So RMI wasn't optimized. Mm -hmm. yeah? This this is the case. Uh, we we uh, used. The uh, WebLogic T3 protocol, yeah, exactly. which was ten, ten, ten times higher, uh, optimized the objects, uh, bundle this, mm -hmm. and just ship it uh, uh, as as a as a whole package, uh, as a bundled package mm -hmm. uh, over the network. Mm -hmm. But why? You you mentioned it uh, with RPC, remote procedure calls, and this stuff. What we did before? How did we did that before? We had dedicated uh, graphical. Um, uh, sets, uh, tool sets, yeah, to build an UI, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, based sometimes on workstations, yeah, and, um, having the interaction from client server applications just one to one to through the server uh, cross road remote procedure calls. Mm -hmm. So it was something, um, um, uh, mapped to a new programming language. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if you think about how we did this stuff, uh, UI and uh, menu control, yeah, and client-server communication on C. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, there there were only a few parts, but the main parts to build this uh, architecture on Java. Mm -hmm. And exactly, and and ninety ninety seven we we started uh, with with uh, one large logistics company yeah, in in Frankfurt. Uh, then is it possible to use? This subset from JDK 1.1 mm -hmm. for for enterprise applications, yeah? mm -hmm. and there were doubts. One year of doubts yeah. about that, yeah? and and this mm -hmm. was uh, each feature, yeah? um, and the main features were JDBC access to the to the database. How could this be? And uh, is it is this something reliable to use an ODBC bridge? Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and and this was uh, sometimes really bad. Because uh, we we didn't get uh, the the performance the throughput for the datasets to, to get the records out of the database and uh, just to to show this in an in an UI. Mm -hmm. So this was really uh, a, a paradigm change on mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, what I also remember the retooling of AWT. This is what I read now on Wikipedia. The retooling of AWT is was I think in JDK one zero you had a global event handler. It was something like uh, on event event. And then we had a finer grained. There, the dispatching happened in JDK, so we could register. You know, uh, our action performed basically was introduced. I think in JDK one one. So this was the retooling, which was huge. What's uh, inner classes? Uh, I don't. They were very important for uh, visual builders like Borland and all the others. They generated tons of inner classes. So this was, I think, a huge step towards uh, co-generated UIs. Uh, Java Beans. So this is what I was a bit excited. So what I play a lot with. You know, remember the bean box? The bean box. Nah. This was like Applet Viewer, so you could. Uh, uh, it, it shipped with JDK. Probably, uh, I don't know where, where it just disappeared. So it, it's amazing that it's not there. And the bean box, you could start, and you could just wire your beans uh, together. So it was like Java Studio Workshop from Sun, but a, yeah, yeah, but, okay. but a smaller yeah. version, which shipped, which shipped with JDK. And I bought my bought my first book. Um, our first book, our first Java Beans book, uh, as it came out, this was just a, J a book about Java Beans from O'Reilly, what I remember. And uh, but I was not sure what to do with it. And back then, Java Beans were actually only introduced for the user interfaces. So uh, the idea is, if you have you know common structure of the classes, you can you can rely on it 
and then the visual builders you know can 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 uh, can use the metadata to generate uh, user interfaces there were lots you know of um we had a, several projects to investigate on that you know you could have your own bean editors so this is like you know uh, snippets who who created for you the visual representations of course what remained were getters and setters you know that the private feeds have to be exposed via getters and setters this is the reminder of the java beans and this is one of the worst reminders because back then the user interfaces knew okay if there's a get on setter i can just call it using reflection and uh they would set the state and now developers think you know uh they have to do it because of uh of uh of um um hiding the state of the objects right um and uh, encapsulation and um so this is the the java bean spec uh it was uh huge actually it still is so i remember it was several hundred pages just the specification of java beans and uh on the on the interesting part so enterprise java beans came later but um i i did from time to time courses for uh, sun microsystems so as a freelancer and i remember in uh enterprise enterprise java beans course there was a student who was really disappointed and uh he was not happy everyone was somehow happy but he was absolutely you know uh sad and i say hey what's the problem i mean uh, and say yeah but because you know this is already thursday and uh, there were no user interfaces and i meant yeah but, <laughs> but this is i mean we <laughs> we are building backend applications and he waited until i do something with user interfaces and i asked him yeah but uh, there will be never user interfaces say no it's like no because he knew java beans and he thought, you know, the enterprise Java Beans is an even better version to create enterprise user interfaces. And he thought, you know, my, my introduction took too long, you know, with the enterprise Java Beans. And he waited until something happens on the screen. And, of course, it didn't happen. And, and then he got it. So he was somehow, you know, uh, uh, happy. But he was expected to come back, you know, to the company and improve the user interfaces. And with the gained knowledge in the enterprise Java Beans course, of course, it was impossible. So I think the naming of Java Beans and enterprise Java Beans is not that you know, appropriate back then. So it caused a lot of confusion in lots of companies. Yes. And uh, the last thing is, we already mentioned reflection. Uh, back then, I also remember, I think Java Magazine, the German magazine was already around, uh, I guess, because what I remember were articles and there were separate articles about introspection and reflection. So we don't do the distinction anymore, but back then, introspection was like, you know, to find out what the object does and reflection is influencing the object. So there was huge debates and articles about introspection versus reflection. This is what I remember from the reflection time. Yeah. And at that, at that time, all the features were, were uh, judged by the mm -hmm. technicians at that time because yeah. they had different experience mm -hmm. uh, from, from other programming languages. And uh, without... A programming language without a UI is always difficult, uh, yeah. of course, because you you have something where where you need uh, different parts to to bind in and um, yeah do all the stuff with with the objects uh, you get. How, how would you uh, work on with that? Mm -hmm. And um, in in our times today, yeah, mm -hmm. if I uh, will be asked for uh, new programming languages, mm -hmm. yeah, and I always state uh, at uh, that particular programming language upcoming, uh, please. You need to have an UI, mm -hmm. at least to show something uh, as an example. Otherwise, it's too far away. Because yeah? uh, if you say you can do this with everything, uh, the UI, yeah? mm -hmm. uh, so everything is possible, but it's not yet feasible mm -hmm. uh, in the programming language. Mm -hmm. So uh, AWT um, with with the extended event model uh, was was an initial part. Otherwise, yeah. you you can't show it. Yeah? Yeah. And the whole applet stuff, it, it just 
um, attracts people from from the UI side and mm -hmm. and not from the hard part uh, of uh, JDBC or RMI or later upcoming uh, application servers. Just uh, to to say something like middleware. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, at that time we had client server. We had just two parts: the client and the server, and we we don't we don't had anything uh, between. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe the the workstation was was a rendering engine with all the animations and stuff as SGI. Yeah, but uh, this this was totally new uh, that that you can um, decompose something. Yeah, um, and and uh, there were some uh, confusing parts, as you mentioned. So. Uh, Many namings are like Java Beans. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, was was um, yeah initiating something different. Yeah, as a reader, as it was. Yeah, uh, and and the naming with uh, Enterprise Java Beans later on uh, was it was a total uh, different uh, understanding. Yeah, uh, at that time, uh, people got in the first impression. Yeah, JDK one one. What I remember as well, the size of the JDK was around five megs. Everything. So uh, why I know it because uh, five two or JDK one zero probably JDK one one was larger but it was still tiny and uh, I think it was not Artido jar it was classes to zip I think where all the classes were it was in one point renamed to Artido jar at the beginning it was like one archive and uh, I downloaded everything always with my US robotics modem with uh, yeah, 33.6, yeah. you know, uh, which I really like the modem. But uh, this is why I, I, this was like, for that for that time, it was huge, of course, but for now it was tiny. And what I also remember, that uh, the just-in-time compiler was uh, introduced around 118. So, and this, what we waited in a project, and this improved the performance a lot. So the startup time was in very fast. So it was, you know, like almost a new release. So this is what I remember. So we, we waited for the 118 release, and this was really exciting times. And with Java Beans, one of my first projects, what I did on my Peacock notebook. Remember the Peacock company? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, on my Peacock notebook, and uh, we built a Java Beans editor. So we could uh, create, you know, like, it looked like uh, right now microprofile config, something like this, but with Java Beans. And you could serialize the Java Beans. And uh, send them to the server, and the server used them to uh, for custom of to, for configuration of a CMS system. So, and with this one one eight did a huge difference for us because you know the editor was uh, easier to to use. Um, so uh, another story you probably will remember that JDBC. So one of the reasons uh, why Java became immediately so popular in the backend, at least in my project, was you could save license costs. And uh, the problem was back then all the database companies, everyone, you had to pay per connect per connection. Yeah. If you introduce something running on the server, and this was just RMI server, very simple server, uh, we had a you know, very simple connection pool, and we could immensely reduce the costs. So with such projects, you know, we could drop the costs in percentage. So I remember we were in a e-commerce project, and with the introduction of a Java middleware, uh, we could reduce, uh, let's say, Oracle cost back then. By I don't know ninety percent, and the problem, of course, is the you know the the uh, salespeople from Oracle back then they were completely confused because they had no idea how to deal with the situation, because we only used to you know five concurrent connections, and we had uh, I don't know twenty, thirty, hundreds of users, and this was completely yeah. legal. But this was like you know no one expected doing something what we did with Java, and with that we had already a lots of projects because there was a business case which was unexpected, and this was possible with JDBC. We, of course, had to build our own JDBC connection pools, so we built several, but uh, it was uh, not as, as problematic. Uh, I mean, it was, of course, problematic 
connection uh, leaks or whatever, but uh, it still paid off. Um, yeah, and the last thing is DevOps. So what happened back then is uh, we got a no question which server uh, you would like to have. So okay, of course, nice one. Sun, no, it's too expensive. So we got a Hewlett Packard usually, as well. It looked like a cube, and we were in charge of installing everything on it with uh, admin rights, you know. And then the admins came in and 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 then just you know changed the 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 users. And uh, sometimes we even had to you know to order the internet. So we were asking, you know, which connection we are using. So we were in charge of everything, which was, uh, we, this was just, you know, if I was asked back then, what, what's your actually, your, what, what's your profession? Sometimes I said webmaster because it was, uh, we did everything and no one cared whether it was Java or PHP or whatever, right? Uh, and, and now I would with oh, probably SRE manager or SRE developer or, or DevOps or whatever would be fancier. Think. You remember the, the story with JDBC and pooling and licenses? Uh, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that that was something. Um, so for for Sybase database, yeah, or Informix and yeah. Oracle, it was it was new because uh, Sybase did, did it in uh, in in uh, a single user mode linking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they they got fast uh, applications, client server applications, and now uh, you had something different. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, there's a whole. Uh, scene uh, was about uh, between uh, single user and multi user mm -hmm. from from the conception mm -hmm. of the client client server application yeah mm -hmm. from from C mm -hmm. uh, coming so this was um, this was uh, totally uh, driven by the database connections yeah? mm -hmm. how fast you are in the in these benchmarks yeah mm -hmm. and uh, the the number of um, uh, records inside yeah mm -hmm. uh, was just increasing at that time mm -hmm. yeah um, from from um, yeah, to to terabyte database. This was future, future talking. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, though the the discussion was to bring it uh, on on a point, uh, it was oh, we can run the database with one technical user mm -hmm. uh, out of uh, out of the collection pool. Yeah. yeah. And this was something. Um, then this paradigm change um, was later on a driver to change the license policies for all the databases. Yeah. yeah? Exactly. Because uh, this was the model was broken. Yes, yeah. it, it comes from client server before. Exactly, uh, uh, it was uh, running through uh, remote procedure calls through connections, yeah, mm -hmm. and and um, pushing the throughput, yeah, mm -hmm. and the, the benchmarking, the optimizations, yeah, mm -hmm. the tuning stuff. And this was was not obsolete, but uh, we had uh, several decomposed parts, yeah, like like the JDBC and these connection pools, and later on multi. Um, pools on the application servers, uh, mm -hmm. just running uh, several um, uh, pinned uh, JDBC drivers, uh, mm -hmm. which are uh, different and and optimized for the database. Mm -hmm. And and uh, there there was just a small uh, portion of time uh, the the vendor changed their their policies, mm -hmm. uh, all the database vendors. But uh, the the um, the way how to develop with Java it was brand new at that time yeah. and. Uh, Besides the doubts I mentioned before, uh, people just uh, jumped in this new um, language paradigm to decompose everything. Yeah, and and we we said from from a C look, okay, uh, what else do we need? Yeah? yeah, what can we expect in the next release of Java? Yeah, there's 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 slightly uh, a little uh, magic uh, surprise surprise. What feature is next? But if you think about one programming language or many others uh, you, you knew before, yeah, you think, hey, 
that is an initial part it need to come up uh, as well in java yeah and okay. it, it need to evolve and to optimize this is interesting so, so back then i was uh, a young developer and for me it was magic so i had no expectations <laughs> so whatever it came you know i was completely fascinated by it and i say okay and i thought you know like sun is a kind of a software god you know they know exactly what <clears> happened and and we just have to follow them or whatever this was my the first releases of java my this is probably why I'm still excited about Java because of the early days. So uh, back then was just fun. I had you know to follow what what happens in Java and uh, and you learn a lot back then. Um, do you actually remember the systems uh, conf uh, not conference? It was a trade show in uh, in Munich. In Munich, yes. You attended this. This was like CBIT. No, Maybe Munich. one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a local conference in Munich called Systems. Yeah. And But I this was as I local. You could, you have to, I remember. Yeah. I, I I attended several times at exactly at that time, 1997. And as Java came out, this was uh, so it, it probably was 1997, 1998 uh, around that time. Uh, we had you know traffic jam at the at the highway. So there were so many people. Complete. They were not even software developers. Everyone wanted you know to see what Java actually is. And uh, I attended the system several times. Um, and one I even had to speak. I don't know why. I said this was, was extra strange in, in 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 a booth or somewhere, but um, but uh, just attended as a uh, the 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 systems yeah, to see what happens there, just as a uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, back then Java everything started with J, and uh, lots of projects were coffee branded, which was of course uh, right. very nice to me because I I still like coffee, and back then I was crazy about coffee. And um, what I remember, there was like a, a German, I think a German company called Cappuccino. And what they did is uh, e-commerce solution with uh, Java beans. And they had at uh, the systems, it looked like, you know, skyscraper. It was brownish with Java logos everywhere and, and coffee beans. And there was like multi-stories booth where you can actually walk up and, uh, and they tried to sell, you know, huge applets, which were e-commerce applets like Amazon, everything in applet. So this was the, this time around, it was crazy. So it's not like, you know, this is, I think, uh, crazier than what we see right now with whatever, JavaScript or whatever. Back then it was, uh, or Kubernetes, back then it was a way crazier because everyone was interested in Java. So this was the, right. most, most of the people were not developers of the systems. They were managers, they were, you know, yeah. CEOs or whatever, yeah. and everyone wanted just to have something with Java. And if you have already J, you know, in the name, you are already on the on the bright side, right? And and that, that was something, so I, I always attended the CBIT at that time, what you mentioned. Yeah. And um, this this was amazing because uh, there were several halls uh, just for databases and for so-called 4GL languages. Yeah. And, and in client-server technology, like Uniface, you had 4GL languages, and and we always compared a build your menu from scratch, like like you do this with Java FX, yeah, mm -hmm. or before with Swing, uh, based on AWT. But this was a clear evolvement in Java. Mm -hmm. Before you need to have the tooling for uh, UI. Um, Tools, tool sets, and um, like like uh, Uniface and and this this kind of things, and uh, in in these halls, there there was no room space in Hanover Civit yeah. Fair, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so we were, I I, I think we were in hall number one uh, with Sun, mm -hmm. and it was large booths, and 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 uh, they had the government um, administration there um, always. Chancellor at that time opened up and and joined some spaces and um, there, there was really an interest um, if something from the government comes to the Sun booth in in Germany at the Seabit and opened up the the exhibition and uh, this was this was a tremendous 
um, start of, of that language. Uh, but um, there were a lot of people uh, at the CBIT. They they were uh, specialized on on um, computer technology, and we we just uh, separated at that time from hardware to software. Mm -hmm. What do you need to run? And uh, there was always a, a misperception at that time. You need a big workstation from HP, from Sun, from SGI, and and it's not the software; uh, it's the hardware. Mm -hmm. And and we said the opposite. We said no, uh, it will be Java. <laughs> Yeah. It will be something different, evolving. Yeah, mm -hmm. we just decompose it, and maybe uh, it, it had some benefits. Uh, what uh, was difficult, complex before in C, C plus plus, yeah, because you you had a, a drain of lack uh, of of people uh, getting to that space are capable mm -hmm. uh, of of um, um, programming like what you want in C, C++. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And it, at that time, the opposite uh, on Java, uh, many, many people uh, was attracted by the language. And, and, and what, what we said here was, was uh, 1.1, yeah? and there was, were more uh, things are missing than we had. But with a few things we had, we could build these uh, applications uh, on maybe on distributed systems with upcoming middleware. And people just were attracted by Java yeah. and and saying now uh, what you what you called uh, maybe it's magic from from Sun yeah? Yeah. but uh, on the other side you need to know what what do you have and you knew it uh, if you if you had some um, language knowledge before yeah but on that time yeah it was a really uh, game changer uh, overall uh, having young people working with that. And proving this at enterprises that it's capable, and yep. and this was really the one that one uh, uh, release of the JDK uh, was was a major uh, step forward, and 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 then um, more and more people comes with with one dot two on that level. What what would I remember? There are people that uh, so I, I interestingly. So my commercial success as a consultant was not that great before two thousand, but the problem was. I try, you know, if I got questions from clients, can you do this? I always sometimes had to say no because uh, they were, you know, this was like crazy. So in one project, um, I already mentioned it, uh, um, the, the, uh, uh, the business department wanted to have an interactive uh, uh, software. Uh, it looked like, you know, Carl Klammer, I think is the guy from, from Word. Uh, I don't know why it's in English. There's like this small, uh, cute thing which suggests stuff, you know, it's no more there. And the uh, the uh, there was something like uh, on e-commerce shop they wanted to have that with Java as a backend. But of course, back then we should not forget the best practice was ultra thin client, so everything had to be in pure HTML without any JavaScript or CSS. So and they wanted to have no to have with um, for me to have an, something built in pure HTML, a a sales agent with AI, and uh, I say okay, this artificial intelligence yeah, intelligence is I think really hard to build. I mean, I cannot do this for you. And, and they say, okay, if not, we can have, you know, a call center. We can have backend people who will inter interact one-to-one -one with the, uh, with the uh, buyers. So, okay, this probably won't scale, but uh, I mean, this is just crazy. And I said, it is really hard, if not impossible. And there were several companies here, you know, around Munich. They say, okay, of course we can do this. No problem at all. And, and everyone said, yes, yes, yes. And uh, this is what's this is from, from, from the beginning of the software. It's like, it is crazy world. It, I mean, how they do it? And, uh, and what, I, what I learned later, they, they, they had no idea. They just said yes and no to everything. And, and, and this is why lots of projects were not that successful. And the cool story is after the crash, new economy, which happens uh, 
around JDK 1.3. <laughs> so we have some time. Yeah, so, it was later. Yeah. yeah. Then um, if I say, no, it can be problematic, then I got the job. So no one was interested anymore to always hear, no, yes, yes, we can do this. And this was, you know, yeah. this, until JDK 1.3, I always said, no, we can do this. This was in one project that they, they, they tried to have, you know, a remote data types. So like remote integer. Yeah. So if you now have one integer and you change the value, it will automatically change on the server. And uh, I mean, try to build the application. This is even worse than serverless, I would say, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lambda function. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, to try to, to make it. And those completely unrealistic ideas and uh, came from that time. And, and it was now sold in huge rooms with you no know, rich people. And they're sitting there and say, okay, we can do this. And it was like very, you know, very, how to call it, uh, a major conversation about a completely unrealistic, you know, uh, stuff back then. Science fiction. There were <laughs> there were a lot of misunderstandings. Yeah. But uh, in at that time, uh, from from uh, ninety ninety eight mm -hmm. on, uh, uh, with with Java uh, J two SE one point two, yeah, um, the the initial uh, evolvement of the graphical API was was uh, a major uh, yeah. step milestone with Swing. Yeah. The, the last and, thing, uh, the so last thing with JDK one one. First, we had first. Um, task forces bef because of RMI, remote method invocation. Mm. And can you, can you think what it was? Probably you had several, several uh, uh, problems in your project. It, had something it was too, too slow? No, scalability. And uh, yeah. what, RMI, what RMI had yeah. was distributed garbage collection. And this was the selling po point of RMI. And how this worked is that if you had, let's say, 1,000 clients in one server, all of the 1,000 clients said, you know, I'm alive. And if this 1,000 clients are doing this, this was a distributed denial of service attack, actually, and they, this yeah. killed the server. So if you had too many clients in RMI, just because telling the server, I'm alive, just polling the server, it, it could cool, kill your server. So this was also interesting that the distributed garbage collection was a feature and probably a problem in some projects. So it was one of the first interesting stuff where I started to see, you know, not everything uh, you, you shouldn't always say yes. You should also know question all the stuff because uh, at, at one point of time it just bit, bits and bites. Now there were there were yeah sorry. there were lot lots of learnings on that. That was the reason uh, because it was uh, slow and uh, can't can't really uh, communicate efficiently. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the reason for the T3 protocol make it ten times faster and scalable. Uh, just to put this on the JDPC connection pools mm -hmm. uh, with with different uh, RMI. Um, um, connections, many thousands, millions uh, possible, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, this this was the idea to have uh, clustered application servers. Yeah, uh, three, in your case, or or in Sun had the solution. You know, this was the Corba. They say, okay, Corba, yeah. this is where Corba scales better, and they there was a RMI over IOP. This is where you say, okay, RMI yeah. doesn't scale, yeah. but Corba will, and this was actually why Corba became successful after RMI. I actually preferred uh, RMI because RMI was very easy to use. There was no, you know, the whole bootstrapping, naming these services. It was, it is still is. It is amazing, I would say. If, if it, RMI it, would be modernized, it would be up to, way, way easier to use than anything else. So you have right, in, right. In, in JDK 1.5, so we will probably do, do it in the it, next episode. It, yeah, but that, that, th th this was no, you, we get a dynamic proxies and there was nothing to do. You have an interface. You, you, it, it looks like, um, I don't know whether you're aware of MicroProfile. We have MicroProfile REST client. And this RMI was a very similar. So we could actually have injectable interfaces and you are done. And then you just call the methods and, and, and the protocol will be completely abstracted. So actually, we could use RMI to 
to to to to use behind the scenes micro profile rest client because there is yeah but uh, forget about that this is topic for the next session we should start with yeah. jdk one one two and um, yeah, that, yeah. I, I just had a, a story I, I i think i need to tell and um this this battle between uh Koba products yeah and at that time i really i i joined from from one point one mm-hmm. jdk uh to to java j2 se 1.2 i i joined uh ba with the web logic and they had two products the m3 um with Koba product yeah mm-hmm. as middleware and uh the upcoming uh, web logic mm-hmm. and uh, before at, at sun I, I used to have the net dynamics application server mm-hmm. yeah um which was bought by sun and there were lots of optimization so i observed this uh, handling of jdbc of rmi which was was uh, crucial to handle uh the um the data sources the databases that that stuff yeah mm-hmm. and on the other side with with the the um swing uh, graphical uh, API on that mm-hmm. um, version 1.2. Yeah, it was obvious that you you got your UI and w- it will improve. And then then thousands of people just got into these front end stuff. So we saw this as a project always from from three tiers: from the front end, the middle tier, and the back end mm-hmm. uh, at that time. And that was a, 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 a dramatic um, architecture change. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I remember one, uh, the largest bank at that time in Germany, and uh, I, I was invited to a COBA conference okay. <laughs> and, uh, in Frankfurt. And uh, and uh, I just, uh, uh, so we, we had people there from Borland and other companies, and uh, they had applications building on COBA. Uh, Deutsche Telekom did the DCE stuff with their own branding. Uh, everything was was um, expressing himself uh, for for new changes and flavors, but uh, it 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 was complicated. It was too complicated, but it was more uh, aligned to the to the C C plus plus world yeah? mm-hmm. and uh, small talk uh, even. So I was invited to that conference. Two hundred uh, people or more in the in the room in in, in a nice uh, location in uh, Frankfurt downtown uh, Taunusanlage, and um, so all the people were there. The Corba uh, incumbents and uh, showing the books about Corba, and I just had one slide yeah, about yeah, we have Corba, we have uh, this this bridging stuff yeah, um, to to uh, uh, RMI. Yeah, uh, there is something uh, like uh, interoperability yeah, to make some stops. Yeah, but uh, I have something different. I have an application server here based on Java, and that was something um, I, I learned immediately. Uh, after my talk, yeah, which was the only one uh, different uh, on Java, I had uh, 10 projects yeah, at this bank. They said, yeah, we want to get rid of Corba. We wanted to do the Java thing. We believe that. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, the, the head of this department who was organizing the conference, he said, hey, uh, Wolfgang, um, it was the, the last time you did that here. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, next time... Uh, we 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 capture all the things you talk about here, uh, but uh, at at that time they can't stop it. Uh, yeah. And the bank changed uh, for hundreds of projects mm-hmm. uh, running on that, and it became the the standard um, application server on the technology. The technology Java was was a, a thing to to move it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, application servers wouldn't be invented and and were useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this this was the, the initial start in uh, 99, uh, 2000, uh, and we, we just had one 
bank, uh, they are trying to have distributed applications running on Java uh, with with middle tier, and this was Charles Schwab. That was the first one in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, and and uh, and uh, this was something here in in uh, Germany. It took some years, yeah, or at least one year later, uh, to to uh, really build uh, projects. Uh, relying on on Java technology, mm-hmm. so everything was there. Uh, the baseline was JDK 1.1 and uh, uh, J2 SE 1.2. Yeah, uh, made it just better. Mm-hmm. And uh, it 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 turns out, yeah, the core bar's uh, interoperability is just to embrace existing stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, the next thing was how can we parallelize this with the collections framework? Yeah, mm-hmm. this was this was magic. Mm-hmm. At that time, yeah, uh, people said, "Okay, we we come through, through the collection framework." This was difficult, but they loved to be in that step. There were no doubt about that. This is the right language. That the the uh, middleware stuff was evolving, yeah, with with the application servers, and then everything was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the the, the Corba, um group uh, was was slightly going down. Uh, yeah, and uh, they they can't interoperate. My uh, my history behind Corba was a little bit different. Also, my experience. So I liked RMI, a remote method invocation. I used T3, but it's a little bit later. The web logic came later for me, and uh, I had just used T3 without any thinking. So I knew this like optimized RMI. So this was for me T3. Mm. Multiple by ten. Yeah, 10 yeah, times yeah. But was, what was this? Yeah, but was this uh, the same <clears throat> architecture? I would say, or the same right, feeling? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Corba, uh, this was like, if I came in in a new project, there were always, a, a, how call it, no smart-ass architects or some, whatever, right? They say, RMI doesn't scale. Forget it, kid. We have Corba. This is scalable and, and you know, and this <laughs> is yeah, language independent. And, and I was so fascinated by the Corba one point of time. I tried to, to read the books, and there were always, you know, thick books. And I remember one was like a bus and, and that, that everything. And um, I, I couldn't get the point until I realized why it's so complicated, because uh, in um, in my world, there was just Java. You know, I didn't have any different languages than Java. But what Corba did, they had to map, you know, the uh, the t- data types between Java to other languages. This was the first complication, and the next complication. I don't know whether you remember. There was the distinction in Corba: pass by value or pass by reference. And yeah. you wouldn't want it to, you know, to pass by reference. It was, I think, there was like a out parameter which you can specify which was a stop which was passed to your interface and you could call it back and um, this made it a little bit uh, complicated and was also complicated was the bootstrapping you will you, you had to find the naming server first and then with the naming servers you can find you know the actual server and this was in java one-liner naming dot lookup i think uh something like this in java or remote lookup and in uh, in corba it was way more complicated so, so it was like i was forced to at least, you know, be good enough with Corba to explain why we don't use Corba or why we use right. Corba. Because otherwise, you would be, you know, killed by projects. Everyone wanted to have Corba. Everyone was convinced Corba is the way to go. IOP is the way to go. RMI is not portable. Then they found out, you know, the problem with distributed garbage collections. Or even if we had three clients, they say it will never scale. We will have to use Corba. And um, and then we got later RMI. RMI over IOP, which was a hybrid. This was like RMI over Corba IDL protocol. But this was this was this was really later, as as you mentioned. And uh, at that time, coming from client server distributed objects, mm-hmm. and then I remember here the book uh, Java and Corba. Yeah, uh, it it was just 
this the view from 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 the history yeah and and um rmi was was something on the cisco's um routers uh, the protocol need to be established on on the firmware yeah mm -hmm. uh, it it was totally different and it was not compatible uh, to with Cobra, yeah. This comes later with uh, Wonder Three of of Java yeah. that they they had more uh, compatibility, but it 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 wasn't stoppable at that time, yeah. Because uh, the package uh, throughput it improved on RMI with dedicated uh, vendor implementations, yeah. The su support uh, of the protocol support was was really uh, evolving and getting more performance, yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the stuff around, yeah, uh, from um idl uh, stops and this uh, this was just um yeah uh, housekeeping yeah but uh, it it was a, a total new thing with a new protocol you need to to um to um transport on routers so enterprises were concerned about how oh, we have something why why have we this into our network yeah mm -hmm. is it secure yeah mm -hmm. this these were the questions and uh, the cobra stuff was so secure that you you can't sometimes you can't really get through it yeah mm -hmm. at to access it yeah easily for applications it was harder to programming it yeah mm -hmm. and and on on the the pressure of of java with upcoming uis uh was Interesting. Our first application at, at this uh, transport logistic company was about office supplies. Finding a pencil in a company with uh, 150,000 people. Yeah? <laughs> and, and this kind of stuff, we make it proof with small projects. And then uh, we, we collected um, uh, train wagons yeah? in the right order. We sorted and we've these kind of things. Yeah? And, and uh, we, we just used uh, small projects. Yeah, and uh, they used to have to done it uh, before with Corba, with uh, C++ and Smalltalk, and and this change you saw it on uh, after 1.2 to Java 1.3. That is, this is optimized, and the and at the burning points where you really feel pain in the past. Yeah, mm -hmm. and at that time uh, it was clear as RMI uh, was was really. Uh, adapted uh, to to be compatible with Corba, you could embrace existing projects and make it new and better and faster yeah. and easier at that time. I, I, I thought we would cover JDK one too, but uh, we should cover something else instead. Uh, IDEs. We completely forget about that. And uh, the last thing about Corba is what I remember back then. There was a huge fight between Orbix and VisiBroker, mm. and the VisiBroker was bought by Boland. And uh, and the company right. before uh, if, uh, was Visigenics because um, we had to evaluate Orbix versus VisiBroker Visi over and over again. And what turned out is that there was one thing where VisiBroker was better, and this we just we used uh, this Boland Orb everywhere. I forgot what it actually was, but uh, and um, and the uh, the the Orbix was not then. Then it was just right off with the Orbix, and um, so you. So you mentioned Corba, and I and I thought about the product. So I came out to JBuilder, and I'm now in the article uh, about uh, the uh, JBuilder IDE. And the amazing part is JBuilder supports JDK 1.0, and uh, and the verdict of the article is uh, they are uh, they will have a superior JDK 1.1 release, which is uh, which is 1.1 uh, 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 support. And uh, what I started with, I'm pretty sure I used Notepad at the beginning and just Java C. And then in the commercial projects, there was always questions about the IDEs, and um, I had almost all of them. So I started Visual Studio, uh, uh, no, Visual Studio 
um, no Visual Studio. Visual Edge for Java was later. It yeah. was around uh, yeah. 2000. But it looks. Oh, it was. It was earlier. It was uh, from the San Francisco project of IBM. Yeah, San Francisco uh, framework. And, this com- and also later. This and and uh, Visual Edge, but for Java was then, and it, it was complicated. Yeah. And so I did the same. Uh, I used which which ideas same, you used? Which ideas? The JBuilder the, the stuff. Roland was because of the the compiler stuff from. From Pascal, uh, from C, as well from the Microsoft uh, C compiler, but uh, Boland was was a really a, a large company, and the the JBuilder uh, stuff uh, was was the number one at that time. And uh, you need to buy this uh, IDE, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, you, yeah, you yeah. can't get it, get it for free. Yeah? And um, the, the the Eclipse stuff opened up. Yeah, uh, Eclipse and, uh, was later, was late, way later. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, this, this was a. At the beginning, yeah. I started uh, with, of course, Notepad. But then I, uh, yeah. I don't know what was first. Visual Cafe from uh, from Symantec. I think I I had to use this first in a project. Visual um, Visual Cafe. Then um, then uh, JBuilder came came in, and I bought yeah. by myself uh, Java Studio Workshop and uh, Java Studio from Sun because I was a Sun uh, Sun fanboy, and I thought if company creates Java. And they create also a tooling for Java. It has to be better than the others. This was my thinking. And now the funny story about that. So I wanted it costs two hundred uh, uh, Deutschmarks DMs, which is uh, about one hundred euros. Both I remember this. It was not not expensive, but at Sun Microsystems, I probably told you already the story. It was no way to buy that without being a Sun customer. So yeah. uh, I, I I just bought the, the the IDE and then I got an an, an phone call from a Sun manager, and they interviewed me why I need this. So I explained them everything. I say okay, it sounds reasonable, but uh, you have to become an enterprise client. Okay, no problem. And then I got you know a nice books from Sun with all the servers and everything, and and um, and I think the book was uh, more expensive than the than the one hundred euros, but. Um, I I, rem- I remember I got I, I was able to buy whatever I wanted from the book, but I was uh, I had no money back then, right? So I could actually order I don't know uh, I don't know how how far it went, but uh, for ten thousand euros a server, and I would probably get it. And um, and for me it was a strange experience, and and I and I, actually back then I felt important, you know, because I say I ordered an IDE and I get you know call from uh, like you know uh, a manager from Sun Microsystems and they wanted and they asked me why I needed, and for me I thought you know I was important, but the uh, but what I didn't recognize back then is that Sun actually is, uh, was uh, in charge of selling hardware. And they had no idea how to deal with the software. So, and that for me right. it was, oh wow, they, they they know they find me because probably I wrote an article back then, and now uh, I'm important man because um, I get the IDE. So I do the Java Studio Workshop and uh, Creator, which I liked. Visual Cafe, a couple of projects, and Boland was the winner for me. So they they right. I used the Boland. There was standard. We used the professional, and some of my clients used the enterprise edition. And the enterprise edition came with the Corba stuff. So you you had you know the Visi Broker and stuff like that. So and um, back then, I don't know whether you remember, there was a page, Programmers Paradise. You remember that? And yeah. on the Programmers Paradise a website, you could order the IDEs. Uh, so this uh, was like uh, heaven, you know. I was every every day. I was in Programmers Paradise page. Let's see. I don't. I know even know whether it's still alive. And um, I could order the the IDEs or see what, uh, what new. And one IDE is MetroWorks Code Warrior. So and I really like the name. Uh, but there was no project. I think one project. Did use that? It came from C and they had also Java offer, but uh, I had no uh, opportunity to, to 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 use them. 
I tried NetBeans, but I didn't like it at all back then. So um, I think it came also later, but at the beginning, it was crazy for me. It was, you know, there had no class path. You had to mount jars. It was complete esoteric what they did that. So I never, never liked that at the beginning. So this was this was the IDE story. Yeah. It, um, so we we used to have on the, on the Windows side uh, the JBuilder uh, was was really a favorite, but on the other side was uh, VI and Emacs on the Linux. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, on the on the Unix mm-hmm. uh, System Five Release Four mm-hmm. uh, distributions at that time. It was mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Linux, and um, so we we had not um, uh, an overarching uh, IDE at that time. So we just used what we had on on. Uh, Unix systems and on, on um, upcoming uh, Windows systems. So developer um, places were more like um, yeah um, the upcoming um, Mac uh, systems. Mm-hmm. That that was something uh, with C compiler stuffed on mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is one and only single IDE that that wasn't uh, quite feasible for for me because I had always uh, different systems yeah. and and need to need to work uh, what what I can. Get on that system, uh, yeah. and and there were always a, a thing how how you get the files uh, to towards the IDE back and forth and this this kind of stuff at that time, and um, it was interesting uh, as uh, JBuilder evolves, and um, yeah, that, I, I would want to mention it. Um, Eclipse was 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 about to to open up the market, and then uh, it was completely gone. Uh, it it was. Yeah. Um, democratized yeah. and uh, free so that was that was the downturn of uh Poland on that yeah because yeah? they they lost the, the Korba stuff because of Java yeah. yeah and uh they lost the IDE um, um, uh, part on that because of the the uh, open uh, Eclipse Foundation, mm-hmm. yeah? and and that was uh, aligned to each Java release. So we get more and more features enrichment in in the in the the, the Java uh, versions, yeah? mm-hmm. and uh, the IDE evolves to to um, yeah um, start with with a single point to distribute your your applications on the development side, not mm-hmm. not not on the production side, just on the development side, how you organize this mm-hmm. with, without any uh common repositories uh-huh. and 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 that was driven uh, really by by java because you need to have an ide for for new uh technology uh, and um embracing the ui stuff uh which was more and more important with uh, swing and uh, re- remember the jgoodies uh, apis uh, libraries the this come later yeah. this came later but uh, the last thing is visual aids for java what i forgot to mention i was forced by an insurance company to use that and I liked the look and feel because it looked completely different, and for me it was beautiful. So it was the the you know the how it was, it was you know the icons was everything. It was not Swing. It was uh, different. So Boland was based on their own Swing classes called JBCL. This was like JBuilder Foundation Library, but I remember JBCL somehow and uh, Foundation classes. And the Visual Edge for Java drove me crazy because this was the only IDE. Where you never saw the source code entirely, so you had to know if you click on the class, you only see the signature of the class. So if you clicked yeah. on the on the method, you only saw the code of the method. But what I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to see the entire class. And what I did back then, I always you had to export the code to see the source code. So I exported the entire project to a folder, then use my editor, and then saw what was going on. And the reason for that is 
a Visual Edge for Java had an internal database which stored the source code. And this was no way they, they had the Java files were not existing. So this was a completely different experience. And I was in a larger project when they got problems with that because the project was too large and it was no more efficient enough. And this kid Visual Edge for Java in the project and they, re, they replaced that with Eclipse back then, but it was later. Wolfgang, we covered the first two years of 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think, right? So this was like, uh, we, uh, yeah, uh, three years. So not that bad, but this was with some you know, foundation for future episode, if you have time. We can probably yes. move a little bit faster then because <laughs> there were some, some releases which are not that significant. I would say the 1.0, and 1.2 were huge. You know, this 1.3 is um, minor, some fun stories, but uh, just performance optimizations. 1.4 as well, but it's not like, uh, you know, complete, complete revolution what happened at the beginning. And uh, we should also, RMI, what we should also talk a little bit the next time was actually the reason why .NET happened, right? Uh, with this J Visual and 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 uh, plus plus and you know the story, the lawsuit and so forth. So um, then yeah. and the, the, that's exactly the the point. Um, the the base platform of of Java was made at that time. Yeah, uh, was 1.1 and um, improvements 1.2 and uh, some uh, hotspot um, housekeeping suite with 1.3. But then uh, it it just uh, slowed down at that time. Yeah. And uh, just evolved uh, with with the innovation of generics in 1.5 uh, yep. or, or uh, Java J2SE5, uh, and between that, uh, it was more or less established. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, the, this was uh, worthwhile to to have another talk on that. Yeah, let's do it uh, in a few weeks. Thank you a lot. And uh, I expected something like this. So uh, your idea was to cover all the features. Like, okay, we could do this, but this is more interesting. You know, to think what actually happened. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, how to learn from that. So it's, uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. That's, and that's so great. Uh, what how how things could change in, in the podcast. Yeah, this is Thanks agile. A lot. This is agile. Yeah. You know, uh, your your approach was more waterfallish, and I say oh, we should actually iterate more. So thank you, and uh, hear you next time. Thank you, Adam. <laughs>